got to know when to cut your losses. Hello and welcome to the Durham Talents channel. My name is Jesse Durham. This is going to be another installment in our quote series. The quote of the day is cut your losses. Now, it seems that this is attributed to the economist David Ricardo back at the start of the 1800s at the London Stock Exchange, just to give a little etymology. Now, we're going to view this saying of cut your losses, and we're going to do it with an infinite banking lens. Let me start with a quote from Peter Schiff. I can't remember where I saw it, but this is a quote from Peter Schiff. There are no checks and balances if the government is wrong. If a private entrepreneur makes a mistake, he goes bankrupt. The losses are cut. If he bets wrong, he loses. If the government bets wrong, they just get bigger. They just appropriate more money. It's a bottomless pit because they either get it from the taxpayers or run it off a printing press. Now, <laughs> we could have a good, nice, lengthy conversation, no doubt, about the second part of what he was saying there about government. But let's focus on the private uh, person. So, for example, there and, and there are plenty of folks out there that have told their story. Um, Dave Ramsey, I guess, jumps in, into mine as far as you know him talking about his bankruptcy experience and what he did and what that looks like. I, I'm going to use Nash's as well. See, Nash, when he was coming up with this concept of, of infinite banking, he as well experienced a real financial hardship. He had about half of a million dollars in a real estate deal that he was operating at the time. And the interest rates at that time changed. Well, they about tripled, <laughs> about tripled. And and then he even had a partner um, who who went delinquent on that deal as well. So it ended up being something closer to $800,000 that he was paying. I believe it was 23.5%. Just a monstrous amount of interest um, on, on this deal that he found himself in an environment that I mean, has he? Can he get rid of it? Um, would he get rid of it? How's he gonna? How's he gonna deal with this situation? Um, so he was at a point of figuring out. You know, um, do I cut my losses here? And and I've never faced that, so I'm I'm certainly not um, passing any judgment on anybody. Again, you know, I, I put David Dave Ramsey's name out there because he publicly speaks about that experience and you know what a hardship that was for him and. Um, he certainly made a comeback after after cutting his losses. So without passing any judgment on that, although I feel a certain way about it, there certainly are times where we wonder, well, do I cut my losses on this and just, just take the loss and you know start from scratch? Actually, one of my favorite, if you've never heard it, Rudyard Kipling, the guy that wrote Mowgli, The Jungle Book, uh, he has a very famous poem called If. I, I encourage you to go and listen to that, If. And he has a part in there where he talks about, you know, if you could start anew without speaking of your losses. So, again, we all, at times, in some way or another, in this context we're going to speak about, you know, financially speaking, have to consider whether or not to cut our losses. Well, here's what I'm saying. A, a common, a common 
item that I have to address with folks that are vetting this idea of becoming your own banker and we're having uh, a conversation there in our process or, or at least they're a prospective client having, you know, a strategy call with me. Uh, they might say, man, Jesse, I wish I saw this, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And I feel the same way. That's a very common way to feel about this. Once you get enlightened to the concept of, well, you could be your own banker. Why didn't I hear about this 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Right. So, again, in addressing that commonly, and sometimes I'll have folks that'll that'll just they'll make that decision. It's it's regrettable, but to each his own. You know, we have the free will to choose however we we wish. Um, I might have somebody say I had somebody say fairly recently to me uh, they were in their 60s. Best I remember off the top of my head. And they said, you know, I've just decided I, I don't know that this is applicable for me. Something along those lines. And maybe I'll cover it in our question and answer series. I can't remember. But that's so lamentable because, of course, if somebody's open enough to walking that out, I'm going to say, and I did, that, well, everything's financed in your 60s, just like it was in your 50s. You know, then you didn't know. You couldn't do better. Now you know. The impetus is all on you. Do with it what you will. But everything's financed in your 60s and your 70s and your 80s and on. So if everything is financed and if you see that it's possible that in putting yourself in the position of becoming your own banker, that you could experience this constant upward growth trend of capacity to, to have more money, keep more money, compound your money, leave a legacy. We'll get to that in a second, I guess, because I'm still just talking about during that lifetime. You know, there that's what we talk about are the living benefits of owning a properly structured whole life policy with a mutual company that pays a dividend and building a system of those types of policies over the course of your lifetime, whenever it is that you happen upon this information. Okay, everything is finance. And once you realize that it is, do you want to be beholden to somebody else? Or would you rather be able to do that for yourself? I'll leave that to you. And then there is this principle from Art Nelson Nash of think long range. You know, I have literally planted trees on our property, the property that my wife and I own, from before we had children. And now our children are, are old enough and, and those trees are old enough. I've literally been able to watch my children climb up a mulberry tree that my wife and I planted Climb up into that thing. Both of them. Same time. Nice big beautiful tree. And eat mulberries out of that tree. That we planted. You know. But there certainly might come a time. In my life. Where. If I keep that habit of planting trees. And I hope to. I enjoy it very much. Um, I enjoy planting things on our property. That. I may plant trees that I don't get to. Personally enjoy in some way. You know, but there is that saying about trees of, you know, when's the best time to plant a tree? 30 years ago. Just like when would have been the best time to heard about IBC from the start. But we didn't. OK, so now may it be the case that we will plant a tree that someone else will enjoy the shade. And and and, and we can just relish the fact that it's because of our efforts. Well, the longer range you can think we're all going to eventually get there. You know, there's this life. And then another one, well, during this life, we can account for our need of finance. We can become our own banker. Everything is finance. But also, the more long range that we can wrap our minds around thinking 
and considering what it could look like for that next generation. What if they don't have to start from scratch? What about the next generation? I mean, really, how far long range can can we think? It's it's a beautiful thing to consider, whether we're talking about planting mulberry trees or whether we're talking about building a privatized banking system to change the paradigm for the Durhams or for your family moving forward, what that could look like. But not not having to walk right into financial slavery, be born into financial slavery uh, from the start. So cut your losses. That's that's my suggestion. That's my encouragement that you consider cutting your losses, whatever they might have been in lots of areas. OK, but in particular in in this, if you're vetting this idea and you and if you've felt you know, vested in a particular way of thought, but now you're exposed to this idea of becoming your own banker. Find out what you need to find out. Vet what you need to vet. Read what you need to read. Listen, talk. Let's have a conversation. But cut your losses, okay, to being financially enslaved to the conventional banking system. When you when you know what's going on, you'll know what to do. That's what Nash said. That's what I've adopted. Cut your losses and become your own banker. I've had experiences as well with the 401ks and the retirement plans, etc. And it's just such a different place to be. The one in control, the one with ownership, the one with access from having cut cut losses from that conventional way of doing things. So I hope this has been helpful to you. If you'd like to have a conversation about how to implement the infinite banking concept into your household or your business or your investing, whatever it is that you have going on, then don't hesitate to reach out to 828-817-4223 or email durhamtalents at gmail.com. And we'll talk about how you could implement this process. So this has been a great pleasure for me. I look forward to our next conversation. Have a great day. You gotta know when to cut your losses. <laughs> you gotta know when to cut your losses. Okay. What voice is appropriate? Yeah, you gotta know when to cut your losses. I'm telling you, I'm holding machete. Tiene que ser un acento mexicano. You have to know when to cut your losses. Ese. You have to know when to cut your losses, I say. I can say this. I speak it in Spanish. Okay. Yo hablo español. Vale? Vale? <laughs> I should put the machete down now. Video's over. All right.